What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. You. Thanks so much for listening to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Made to Move Physical Therapy, and we believe that movement is medicine. If you have been dealing with pain that's preventing you from doing what you love, and if you're looking for a healthcare provider to help you meet your goals, then go to madetomovept.com slash contact us. That two is the number two. Fill out the form and reference the Healthy Charleston podcast. Listeners get 10% off their first session. Welcome back, everyone, to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. My name is Hannah, and today I am talking with the president and the vice president of Try It For Life Somerville, Beth and Susan. Try It For Life is a mentoring organization that helps women train for their first ever triathlon. Their season kicked off a few weeks ago, and in this episode, we talk about their personal stories with Try It For Life, what this organization has done for them and the impact that they see that Try It For Life has on other women. We talk a lot about confidence, breaking down self-imposed barriers, the importance of having an empowering community, and the process of doing things that you never thought that you could. And they give some advice for newcomers. This group trains for 12 weeks and helps women cross the finish line and accomplish a challenge that leads to so many more opportunities. Links to connect and support the Somerville chapter of Try It For Life are in the show notes. Otherwise, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm with the fabulous ladies of Try It For Life in Somerville. Try It For Life mentors women and specializes in nurturing each woman's goal of completing a whole triathlon by helping them break down barriers that we often impose on ourselves. So I'm really excited to introduce both of the ladies I'm with today, Beth. Hi, thank you, Hannah, for having us Yes, today. thank you so much for coming on. And Susan? Thank you, too, for having us on. So each of your, your roles, what is each of your roles in Try It For Life? So currently, I am the president of Try It For Life Somerville. I was involved in Try It For Life Charleston for since 2016, and then last year we opened up Try It For Life Somerville, and uh, thrilled, thrilled to be watching that grow. So second year, and then Susan? I am the vice president of Triumph Life Somerville, and I started as an athlete in 2021 and joined the board at the end of the 2021 season. So I have some powerful women with me right here. I got the board. (laughs) I mean, the board is like 11 women, but, you know, VP and president is pretty cool. So can you tell our listeners, what is Triumph for Life? Well, it's exactly like you said. It's a training program. Training program is that the right? The, yeah, I think it's, it's a, a lot it's a, of things. It's a lot of yeah. things, but it's a training program that will mentor 
a woman through the triathlon process. And in 12 weeks, we'll get them across the finish line. That's a pretty daunting task, you know. I feel like most women at the kickoff, I was like, oh, are you a, a mentor or an athlete? And all the athletes were like, someone just convinced me. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I was like, that is peer pressure at its finest. Like, hey, you want to do a triathlon in 12 weeks? Yes. And here we are. That's pretty much what happens. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, women love, you know, suffering with other women. Like, we're really good at it. Yep. Like, it's like a biological thing. So how did both of y'all get involved in Triathlon Life? I would love to hear, like, both of your personal stories. Sure. So I started Triathlon in 2010 up in Virginia, um, and I did it through a group called Team in Training, where we raised money for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and um, that was such an amazing experience for me. And when I moved down here to Charleston area, I learned about this Triathlon for Life and it was something that I really wanted to give back on. And um, one of the cool things about Try It For Life is that all of the athletes are first-time triathletes. So mm-hmm. they've never done a triathlon. And um, some of these women have, like can only survive or swim, or some of them are scared to put their face in the water. And some either can't ride a bike or haven't ridden a bike since they were 10. Um, so watching these women progress... Um, in, in 2016 when I joined Try It For Life Charleston as a mentor uh, was just something that I wanted to continue and watch grow. You just wanted to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be super powerful, like, you know, breaking down barriers and like seeing these women struggle to even want to swim or get on the bike. Like we talked about before, like there's a, a level of vulnerability there. Mm-hmm. And then they sign up and they complete a whole freaking triathlon. Like that's pretty amazing. And I, I bet that really, like, translates into their whole life. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've definitely seen, you know, the, the confidence built and the community built and how that affects so many aspects of their life. So, Susan, how did you get involved? Um, I had a workout buddy who did the triathlon, the um, Charleston chapter mm-hmm. training, um, probably 2018, 2019. And no, it must have been like 2018, I guess. Definitely and before 2020. Before 2020. <laughs> and then in um, 2019, a good friend of mine did it. And there's there's about six to ten ladies that I kind of hang out with. Mm-hmm. And we work out. We go to a cabin together. That's just that kind of stuff. And um, one of the, 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 she, Andrea is her name. She was doing it. And I think she did it in 2019 maybe with Charleston and she convinced another one of our ladies Mm. and another one of our ladies and so it just it was like okay well if you know Andrea did it and my friend Janice was going to do it and my friend Rachel was going to do it and I'm like and it's a training group they tell us they can get us through it and so all of us signed up and and then I was like with the other ladies I was like well I'm going to do this you can do this and convinced several others to do it and we signed up for the charleston chapter in 2020 Mm. which got canceled yeah so um the charleston chapter was really good they kept we got like three weeks of swim in and um then they shut us down and they um gave us these virtual duathons oh yeah so we kept all of us kept that up through the summer 
And then we had the option of either transferring to Somerville or sticking with Charleston. And most of us live in the Goose Creek, Somerville mm-hmm. area. So we, we went to, to, to Somerville. Somerville. The dark side. <laughs> uh, Somerville has grown so much, even just since I've been here. So I'm glad that there is, you know, a sole Somerville mm-hmm. chapter now. That's pretty cool. So you had already done triathlons, Beth. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So did you have a first season as an athlete of Try for Life? No. You just got to skip? Yeah. Oh, wait, mentor. <laughs> what? No wonder you're president. Um, because all of our athletes are first-time triathletes. Oh, okay. Not eligible, I guess, to, to do it as an athlete. Yeah. Okay. So what drew you to triathlons in general? Um, I had actually just completed my first marathon and said, well, I don't really love running, but I love endurance sports. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I picked up swimming and biking and then... Do a little less running. Yeah. Still have to run, though. Right. Yeah. And then what about you, Susan? Um, like, how was your first season as an athlete? Oh, it was it was awesome. They, they The mentors are great. They can get you through it. I could, I could swim a little bit, you know, but... Um, was pleasantly surprised that by August for our mock, we got, because they tell us for the mock, it's like, oh, it's only half. It's only half of what you have to do. Because mm-hmm. we had to swim 250 yards. The the event, actual event, is 250 mm-hmm. yards, roughly 8 to 10 miles on a bicycle, and then a 5K. Mm-hmm. Which, I can walk a 5K. I wasn't really worried about that. I I really don't like running. I've been trying to like running for since yeah, 2015 yeah and and I I keep pushing I keep doing an interval run and everything like that love the bike bike yeah. is awesome and I actually have learned to like the swimming but when the mock came up and they were like well you have to actually swim all 10 lengths of the pool for the for your mock and oh, I was geez. like okay I was only thinking we only have to do like 125 for, <laughs> for the mock but when you actually do that 250 yards in that mock then it's like the rest of it's just mm-hmm. a piece of cake after that yeah it's typically like people start doing triathlons because they really like one of them mm-hmm. and they just tolerate the other ones they're like well if I get to bike then I guess I'll run well it breaks it up it, mm-hmm. it really makes it more fun because I did ION the she try mm-hmm. ION this year that was my second one and then the group try it for life as a whole you make so many new friends yeah. that are doing so many different things and they're like oh yeah I'm, I'm gonna try that mm-hmm. and you know so things that I don't know that I ever would have necessarily gotten involved in it just has opened up a whole new world yeah one of the best ways to like create a new habit or change your behavior mm-hmm. is be around people that are doing mm-hmm. what you want to do right. there's like an identity change mm-hmm. too of like, oh, well, all my best friends are doing this, so I guess I have to. Well, and for me, my my husband says my exercise regimen is social mm. with the benefit of the exercise. And he's <laughs> probably 75% correct. I don't yeah. know that I would do a lot of what I do if it wasn't for my posse that I have. I think that's true for most people. I think it's really, really hard to work out on your own. Like, a lot of people, you know, got home gyms and did all that mm-hmm. during the pandemic, during COVID. I, I don't know. Are we still... Dealing with the pandemic, TBD. I feel like we're dealing with a lot of things right now. But I found it really hard to, to like, want to work out alone. I still yeah. find it really hard to do. Yeah, it's I so agree. much easier. To, like, we just love to suffer together. Mm-hmm. We were, I mean, we're social creatures. And, yeah. and you push each other harder. You do. Or you push yourself harder to either keep up or, mm-hmm. you know, so there's, there's a lot of accountability there as well. So last year was Somerville Chapter's first year. And you had how many athletes? 
19. And this year, how many do you have? 34. Four. Yeah, that's awesome. And you have, a, like, all of the, a lot of the athletes become mentors, right? Mm-hmm. We try to convince them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of convincing yeah. going on. <laughs> that's funny. So, when did your season start this year? It started in the end of May. Yeah. Officially, it starts July 6th. Okay. But the athlete kickoff mentor immersion was the end of May. And then the, um, like Beth said, our four weeks of swimming prep okay. is going on now. But our official training starts Wednesday, July 6th. Okay, so right now it's just swimming. So they mm-hmm. get a month of just swimming. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Once then, a week. Oh, that's great. And then July starts if we start biking and running? Yes. yes. And when are your races? It is the end of September, like that last Check Google calendar. Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what, I think no, it's the last Saturday of September. 24th, thank you. Okay. Yeah. And then you have a mock in August. It's August 27th. Is that half or is it the full? It's a full swim. Okay. And then roughly half running, half biking. Oh, so you were just lied to the first time. It was never half. That's lied to me. No. Yes. <laughs> nice. No, I, I think we just said. assumed. Yeah. I think I think a lot of us just assumed yeah. that, you it's know, they say the mock rehearsal. is just a is, is a training. It's just a, a, like you said, dress rehearsal. Let's just practice our transition. And so just in my mind, the swimming, if everything else was half, the swimming was going to be half. Mm. So. What do you feel like are some of the, the biggest barriers for women signing up and for women, like, honestly believing that they can achieve this kind of goal? Like, what kind of barriers do these women struggle with? I think what you just said is believing that they can do it. You know, I think the lack of confidence from, you know, being scared to put their face in the water or only knowing how to survival swim or, you know, stand waist deep in the ocean. Um, I think sometimes age can make mm-hmm. some of them not want to do it. Weight can sometimes make not want them to do it. Mm-hmm. But. And we, we try to encourage them. I mean, triathlon can be an expensive sport, um, but financially we try to um, tell them, like, borrow your bike from your neighbor mm-hmm. or... You know, just to try to give them advice on how to keep it less expensive if, if they need to stay in a budget. But overall, triathlon can be an expensive sport and a limiting factor. Yeah, so just like trying to find ways to make it more accessible. Mm-hmm. What are some of the like ways, why do people sign up? Like there's all these barriers, right? Like these women never did, a lot of these women never did this on their own. I mean, none of them, this is all their first triathlon. What do people say is the reason that they were they they signed up? I mean, exactly. For me, I signed up because my friends were signing up and I was just like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> it was that yeah. easy? Yeah, it, for 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 me, it, it you can pretty much convince me to do anything. Good to know. Great. You know, um, <laughs> take advantage of that later. <laughs> well, yeah, Beth can tell about our last experience this last Sunday, but Uh-oh. um you know, so that, and that is, that's for me. Like I said, it's a social thing. My friends are doing it. I can do it. The training program said they can get us through. And, you know, that's, that's for me. That's what it is. I, my kids are grown. I don't have those limitations. My husband's like, go do what you need to do. And it, it keeps me active. 
and that that's my my ultimate goal is to stay active so that was your big motivator mm-hmm. so I get to stay active I get to stay active with friends mm-hmm. and it seems like you really had a lot of trust in the program and the mentors themselves because you were also- you learn that trust okay I think because I don't think you really know it totally until you know Beth comes up to you and and says okay are you gonna backstroke this and I look at her and she's like, okay, good. You're going to backstroke this. And, and so they, they, they bring the, they don't make you do something that you, I don't want to say can't, isn't the right word, but they. They're comfortable with. Yeah. yeah. They work with your yeah. abilities. They push you, but they meet you where you're at. There you go. Exactly. That's the right word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you see change in these women, like, across the season? Or, like, you know, from day one to the finish line? How is it? How are they different? I, I always tell them, you know, the, one of the reasons that keeps me here, you know, just because, I, I mean, I love it. But um, seeing them realizing their potential, and it's usually about halfway through the season or at the mock, you know, they have a lot of doubt in their minds and you know we as mentors see and believe in them but when they see that they can do it themselves it's just a whole different like change in demeanor um, both in in practices but also outside of practices like you can see that Mm -hmm. change happen Mm -hmm. yeah it's like um in a i spend a good amount of time like in crossfit gyms and you can see when a woman feels strong and confident like they almost just walk different. They just mm-hmm. have this confidence about them that they feel more capable. They feel more resilient. They feel more like inclined to empower other women rather than to break down. Mm-hmm. It's this really cool change that happens. And it's normally because probably like a woman in their life brought them along and was like, oh, you should mm-hmm. do this with me. And then, you know, they both grow together. Mm-hmm. What about Try It For Life? I mean, like, y'all are committing to your vice president, your president. It's a pretty big commitment. You both have other jobs. Like, why were you so passionate about being on the board? Um, I, I just, I saw what it did for... <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have warned you. Yeah, everybody gets that. I can cry at a drop of a hat. All my friends say that. <laughs> Do um, anything just... that, I, that I ask you to and you'll always cry. Great. There you go. Yeah, good friends. pretty much. <laughs> Um, but you know, you just, um, I saw what they did, did for us, even Charleston in 2020 and what they did to keep things moving, you know, giving us stuff to do stuff to practice. We're coming back. We're going to be back, Mm -hmm. you know, do this. These are available, you know, um, like Beth said, it can be expensive, but you know, you kind of, you know, do what you do and, and what you can do. And, but it's just. I just, the mentors, and we had some, I think, some really good mentors. Somerville was small. Like, I think our 2020 class at Charleston was going to be a big. Yeah, about three three to four times the size yeah. of what we and, were. And this, so, like, we got to, like, all the athletes got to know each other, you know, and you got to know the mentors, and you could message the mentors and say, well, what about this, and what about this, and mm-hmm. and then... You know, the mentors were like, well, you know, especially after our training, this is coming up. Does anybody want to come and do that? It's, you just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just great. There's this whole community behind mm-hmm. it and yeah. support. Mm-hmm. And if you have any question, like at any time, they are there for you. And, and they were, yeah, yeah, you could reach out and you could say, 
anything from chafing to, you know, how do I get across this pool, you know, and how do I get across the finish line and just anything. You could ask them anything. Yeah. Beth, what about you? Why did you want to be on the board? Um, I I just wanted to, you know, I've seen it change the women of Charleston and Mount Pleasant and wanted to bring that or help bring that um, up to the Somerville Goose Creek area. Yeah, just want to continue paying just it forward just because it, I mean, it is such a great organization and purpose of watching people, you know, go out of their comfort zone and you know, either complete their bucket list or complete their goal or, you know, or write something on their bucket list and then check it off. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like was a triathlon on most of these women's bucket list. So some of them, I feel like, you know, your question earlier about why do these athletes sign up? Um, and I feel like there's always a few in every group that's like, I want to do a triathlon by the time I'm 50 or 60 mm. or 65 or, you know, to prove that I'm not too old to mm. go swim, bike and run. Um, so I do feel like a bucket list is also another like reason that a lot of people want to do it. Yeah. I don't know that I ever had heard of it yeah. until my, my, one of my workout buddies did it. And then, like I said, Andrea did it. And I didn't even, I had never heard of, of Try It For Life with it. And, and I had started doing boot camps. I was running with Fleet Feet. Um, but it, I don't feel like it was advertised, especially in the North area, mm-hmm. as much as what it it was in the in the Charleston area and everything. I remember when I moved to Charleston, I was so surprised how big triathlons were here. Mm-hmm. I had, like, I mean, I had heard of them, but I was like, oh, only crazy people do those. Like, what? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's all these people that run, bike, and swim. And I was like, what is going on? And it just seems to be getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Charleston's a great place to do it. I mean, it's really hot, but there's no hills, right? Yeah, limited hills. There's false flats that'll get you every time. Really? And I never knew what a false flat was until last year. It's when you're inclining and you don't realize you're inclining, but you do kind of realize you're working a little bit harder and you're not sure why you're having to work harder. Okay. Yeah. I I did not know what a false flat was until last season. (laughs) You think you're not on an incline. You're like, why is this so hard? Yes. Yes. And there's a lot of those around here that you just don't realize yeah the only incline I ever think of is a bridge right yeah most people I mean there's one bridge that obviously everybody runs but most of the other bridges yeah don't run well you're really surprised when you do your biking and especially Mm -hmm. if you're tracking it like on Strava or something and it tells you your elevation and you actually do change elevation and you just don't realize that Mm -hmm. because you know we're right at sea level so you're gonna probably hate me but you got a little emotional earlier about how like (laughs) How Try It For Life changed your life so much that you wanted to do that for others. What did Try It For Life change about your life? How did that affect you? Um, It just, I think it just opened up a whole new thing for me. You know, it's, I don't know that it, I don't want to say it didn't change my life, but I mean, I'm on a board that I don't know that I would have done previously i'm speaking on a podcast i <laughs> swam in the atlantic ocean last sunday okay. wait really um, yeah oh, i did wait for that story. Yeah. <laughs> um you know i did a duelathon that you know an off-road duelathon so it just has just shown me there's so much more out there mm. to do and to have fun with it it were you doing those things five years ago no no i did um i started probably about like 2013 14 did a boot camp Mm-hmm. Something came across Facebook, and I reached out to a friend, and I said, okay, let I need to start getting physical, get active, just doing something. Let's mm-hmm. go try this. So I started with that, 
And then somebody that was working out with me there was running with Fleet Feet in their No Boundaries mm. program. And I was like, she can do it. You should be able to do this. And that's, that's how my stuff progresses. It's just that I, I see something, I hear something, and then I drag other people with me. <laughs> Right. There was kind of this like domino effect of like, <laughs> yeah. Or I've met other people that were doing it. A lot of the ladies in my group I met through Fleet Feet, and we've just progressed through there, and we back each other up. And you know, if someone doesn't want to do it, they'll tell you, we'll cheer you on. You know, we'll come and cheer you on, and and they have our back. And all the other ladies within the program do too. I feel like there's a story about the Atlantic Ocean on Sunday that I need to hear. <laughs> No, well, so you do the she try triathlon, mm-hmm. and it's in a pool. And so then you, you have, most of the time, sometimes there's women that are one and done. They're like, okay, I did it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not doing it again. I'm not normally like that. And so I had been debating whether or not I wanted to do a little bit longer. I don't think I'm up for a full Iron Woman triathlon. But, um, cause it's got that much running is the biggest thing I think. Mm-hmm. But, um, I did want to try the open water swim. There was a sprint triathlon up in Lake Murray mm-hmm. that I had thought I wanted to do this year. And I'm really glad I didn't cause I had heard, I've heard some stories about it and it was a lot longer and I'm, uh, I need to prepare a little bit more for baby that. steps, baby yeah. steps. But so Sarah, our membership chair. She is very big in Swim Across America. Mm, that's where the, okay. That's not yeah. a real tattoo. Not a real tattoo. I saw it and I was like, oh, no, maybe no. she's really passionate about it. No, no, I, this, <laughs> this was on. from Gone. Sunday. I can't <laughs> okay. get it to come off right now. <laughs> you have tried your life tattoos. And um, <laughs> I do, I would like to get something similar. I just have to figure out how to get that made. Oh, I'll send you a link. Oh, we good. have worm tattoos. I got too many of them. Oh, that would be great. It was really easy. Too easy. So <laughs> Sarah was posting on Facebook and was like who wants to do this and you had an option of a half mile or a mile and a half and I messaged Beth and Sarah and I was like can I do that and, and of course they're like yes you can so <laughs> I signed up we've actually already signed you up <laughs> I raised the $400 and um, I did not get to practice like and it I was very naive I think about the Atlantic Ocean itself. Cause I, you know, they say, Oh, you swim with the current, the mm-hmm. current's pushing you. And it was a whole lot harder. And they said the swells were not bad mm. this, this there week, there were swells. but it was, <laughs> but they said there've been worse. Yeah. And I'm like, compared um, to what though, you know? Yeah. Never having done it. But, yeah. and, um, I wanted to stop several times. Beth swam beside me as my angel swimmer. Wow. And, um, lent me a buoy and we, I made it through. And knowing that she was there was a big part of that. And that's what that's what I think our mentors do. I think pretty much if anybody came up and said, I want to do this, I think any of our mentors <clears throat> would help you achieve that. So I don't know that I want to do it again. However, I am willing to try Blue Sky Endurance's, what's that Endurance in September? Fest. Endurance Fest. Mm-hmm. They have a 200-yard swim in a lake. Mm-hmm. I want to try a lake yeah. and see if that's any better. If not, I'll stick to a swimming pool. Yeah, the Atlantic is uh, rough out there. Yeah. Yeah. Props to you, though. Yeah. Yeah, felt really good when I was the last one out, but I made it it through. Yeah. And like you said, you didn't train for it. You wanted to stop, and you made it through. Yeah, it's it's swimming in the ocean is Mm -hmm. just a lot different than swimming in the swimming pool. 
there's a lot of other fears, just like environmental fears. I had no, in, I didn't really, really? have. I'm like sharks, Mm-mm. jellyfish. Yeah. No, I didn't. Seaweed. Like, like anything that I no, can't see. None of that really, really no. bothered me. And, and like I said, I really just didn't think. I mean, I had gone out last October to Sunday Fun Day in Sullivan's Island, where they mm-hmm. they put buoys out mm-hmm. at um, where's the station? Twenty eight and a half. And you, anybody can go, and you go and you practice your swimming. But it that was very calm. It was flat. Yeah. There was no swells to it. You can stand up. You can, you know, you stop whatever. And um, there's just I think a lot of training that you really do have to do. To, to do longer distances. Where did you swim this past Sunday? At Kiwa Island. Okay. So you were pretty far out there. You couldn't touch. No, you could not touch until you started coming back in. Yeah. There's some definitely... Yeah. And she had a buoy with okay. it. And it, I, wasn't, I wasn't worried about drowning. I, yeah. I really wasn't worried about that. And I knew, and that's what I had told Beth, because Beth had asked if I had a chance to go and practice. Mm-hmm. And just life I, I didn't and I said worst case scenario I come in I raised $400 for a great organization that um, sponsors um, cancer research locally at MUSC and I said worst case scenario that's that's what happens and you know but I, I knew when I was out I was like okay I'm ready to go back in in my mind yeah. and then I'm like no 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 you keep going you keep going and yeah. I did and um, but um, yeah it sounds like you're doing a lot of things that you wouldn't have done before. I don't know. I don't think I would have. Yeah. With it. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And like, not that you're being like being forced to do those things. Like you're, you want to try these new things. I do. Yeah. And this was one that Beth now kind of part of my posse, but the rest, rest of my ladies didn't want to do it. Like okay. my best friend, she tried the open water swimming in October and she was like, I just don't know that I like it yeah. and I'm not sure I want to do it. So I, and there was another lady who was my mentor last year with trial for life. She did it. And, um, so the, and you just, like I said, you meet people and, mm-hmm. and they're doing this and you just learn all different thing. Keep moving. That's, that's go. my goal. You don't have to go fast. You just got to keep That's moving. exactly it. Yep. Beth, how has try it for life like impacted or changed your life in any way? Um, just meeting a community of people. Um, so I had moved here from Virginia and didn't really know anybody. And this has definitely uh, created such a good community, um, both the Charleston chapter and the Somerville chapter. has created a great community. Um, and, I mean, I just love going to the practices, love watching these women achieve things. Um, I just love it. What part of Virginia? Northern Virginia, up in okay. Arlington. Okay. I didn't know. Um, I guess Roanoke, the Ironman, was just mm-hmm. this past, or like a couple weekends ago. Yep. Had you ever done that one before? It. Uh, I attempted it last year. Okay. Um, like we talked a little bit earlier, we don't have hills here. Yeah. <laughs> and, I heard some um, bad things about Roanoke last there, year. There's a long climb, mm-hmm. and I was actually two weeks out of another 70.3 oh goodness um and I just wasn't recovered but just due to COVID deferrals that was my only option so I said I'm gonna try it I you know wasn't sure I was gonna make it but I had a great time there you go (laughs) I had a client who did it and he will never do it again it was like the hills were just so bad and when you train in Charleston 
unless you are actively searching for hill training, mm-hmm. it's really hard to get that same stimulus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was also something about the water that day. I don't really know. That's the thing with triathlons. Like, the, again, like, the environment, the, you know, nature is in control. Right. And um, depending on where you're doing your swim, like, you don't really know what to expect. Like, Panama City water, very, very different than Kiowa. Mm-hmm. Like, the Gulf is, like, almost like glass. It's pretty okay. chill. You can see almost see, everything. I've never seen it, but yeah. Some of the times, except on race days down there. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Every day of the year, except for that yeah. one day, it's fabulous. Yes. That was actually uh, my first triathlon I did oh. down in Panama City. Okay. And I'd been training in Northern Virginia, and it had snowed a few weeks before, oh. and Panama City was a lot hotter, but... Mm-hmm. Um, there were huge swells in the, oh, wow. in the Gulf and you swim about half mile out, okay. a little bit over and then half mile in. Yeah. And, uh, my dad was actually there and he was telling my mom, he was like, she can't swim. She can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, I have, you know, grown up in the pool, but he was just so nervous watching yeah. the swells take over the swimmers and the swimmers coming back in. Oh man. Who couldn't, who couldn't finish it. But yeah, yeah I think... Last year's Ironman down there was also pretty rough, but it, but it's it's kind of hit and miss. But you need yeah, to go in like May. That's well, May. that's that's actually when the one I did. Was. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot that you can't control, and mm-hmm. what I tell a lot of the athletes um, is control what you can or mm-hmm. focus on what you can control, um, and because there's a lot of things you can't control, including yeah. the weather and. In open water swims, it's, um, you know, who, who knows what you're going to get that day. Yeah, for sure. Um, so. Yeah, just control what you can control. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of things in, with triathlon, too. Like, it can get kind of technical. You have to get off of the bike. You have to get onto the bike. Like what all do you, how do you teach your athletes in the summer to prepare for all of those things? Well, we have clinics. They they provide awesome clinics with our sponsors. Access um, did oh, for, yeah. for us did a great job last year. It was just it was very informative. Um, the mentors we they gave us a checklist of you know just what to put in your bag mm-hmm. and how to lay things out, and and that's what the mock is for. Um, unless you you we set up the whole transition, you have to do the whole transition, and so they're there to kind of because you really can't have anybody race day help you in there yeah. um though she try volunteers are really good you can ask them questions and they can they'll help you too but yeah um but yeah they they provide clinics throughout the whole season we provide them for different things running um nutrition mm-hmm. the swimming the transition it's it's awesome and we're excited about our clinic with Made to Move in oh, about, yeah. about a month away i know i looked at the calendar and i was like how is it already like you know, June seventeenth. We planned this in March or April, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh wow, this happened so fast. <laughs> yeah. It'll be here before we know it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you just you have a lot of people in your community that are willing to teach these women all these things because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think that's a big barrier typically to any new sport. Is like, what shoes do I wear? What kind of bike do I use? What outfit right. do I wear? How do I wear my hair? Do I have a swim cap? Like, the and then you know all the things with the actual race itself, especially nutrition, fueling. Yes. Just like being outside and moving for that long is, is new. It's a whole different ball game. Yeah. And a lot of us learned that last year was because especially after the swimming, we were starving. Oh. With it. Yeah. How long does the swim usually take? 
It's only an hour, but oh, I mean, they have you. The, the swim practice or the... Were you talking about the swim practice? practice or the swimming? The swimming the, itself. Um, in, the, in the event itself? Yes. Oh. That's not an hour, is it? No. Okay. Wow. Um, Only me, an hour. Me being the, <laughs> probably one of the slower ones that I did last year was just under 10 minutes to okay. do 250 yards. Okay. And I backstroked most of that, so... Not an hour. I was gonna say that's no. That that was our training. Gotcha. The training. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're moving. (laughs) Um, I mean, like if you think about when you were a kid, like you got really hungry in the swimming pool. Yeah. (laughs) And then you know you're not allowed to get back in. I don't really know if that's actually a thing or not. But you know, what are some of the things that like women struggle with during the season? Like, does anyone ever want to back out? We we do have some that you know. aren't quite sure what they're doing or they doubt their abilities. Um, We have a membership chair. We take attendance and we have a membership Mm -hmm. chair. So if they haven't come to like two weeks of practices without saying, Hey, I'm going on a vacation with my family. You know, we do check in on them because we want, we want everyone there and we believe everyone can do it. So we, you know, we'll reach out and say, Hey, you know, what's, what's going on? Why aren't you coming? Um, Are you still interested? And, you know, sometimes they'll say, well, I don't really know a lot of the girls or whatever. And so we'll have a mentor kind of stick with them so mm-hmm. that they have someone to feel comfortable, like, the entire practice until they start meeting new people. Yeah. So, I mean, there's accountability there. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, what it's all for mm-hmm. so that you can't just quit. Because, right. I mean, like, they signed up for this. They care about this. And there's going to be ups and downs. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the mentors are really great at being there for them and helping them. They are very much so. Are, so all the mentors have done it in the last year, right? Like all of them were athletes the year before? Not necessarily. Um, so the requirement for any mentor is that they've done one triathlon okay. at least. Yeah. Um, it can be any distance, any speed. Um, and, and when we're recruiting mentors, we get a lot of, well, I'm not fast, or I only did this distance, or I you know, have only done one or whatever. Um, but it's important. Like we want all mentors Mm -hmm. who have done a triathlon. All levels. Yeah. Because they can relate to someone who, Mm -hmm. um, not that I'm a pro or not that I'm great or anything, but that I may not be able to. So like it, for example, at our swim practice, the first swim practice, you know, I gave the little spiel of what we're about to do, and then I said, are there any questions? And someone said, well, how do I put on my swim cap? And I was like, that, like, just, I have been doing that for mm-hmm. so many years that that didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. Um, and so someone at all different levels can relate to these women, um, which I think is, is awesome. Yeah, it's funny that, like, even when you're recruiting mentors who have done a triathlon, they're still like, oh, it was just this, or, like, I didn't really do it like that. Like, there's still (laughs) some of that, like, insecurity, even in the mentors, which I think is partly, like, a positive thing for these women, these athletes, to see, like, we don't all have it figured out. Like, no Mm -hmm. one does. We're all just figuring it out along the way. Like, you're the vice president, and... Like, you struggled in an open water swim. And if you were just like, oh, my God, I'm amazing. That was fabulous. And, like, I'm going to go swim the Pacific. Then they, yeah. they'd be yeah. like, this is not the group for me. And like, those no. aren't the women that you're trying to reach out to. These right. are, I'm assuming, like, these are a lot of women who 
you said, like, wanted to be more active in general. And so, like, making that as um, non-intimidating as possible and relatable and enjoyable, too, mm-hmm. so that they feel good about themselves. That was, that was what I was going to ask. Like, what's the ratio of how many women usually come in and have never worked out before? Or maybe they aren't currently working out. What is that like? Um, so we take, it, when, when the athletes register, we say, you know, what are your levels of swimming? Mm-hmm. What are your level of biking and then running? And um, so we don't say, like, are, are you currently working out? But we usually get, I would say, a lot of people who don't feel comfortable swimming. Yeah. Um, about middle um, of, or average of people saying they don't love, you know, they don't they haven't ridden a bike in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all over from on the running side of things. Yeah. So we have from walkers to runners. And, um, you know, it's totally fine for anyone to walk the entire thing. But... You know, we have a huge range. Yeah, for sure. It's just like gauging how comfortable they mm-hmm. are with this. Right. And I, I think probably the majority of them work out in some shape or form. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a, a boot camp, or just yeah. a gym. But do they concentrate on set of these, the swimming, the biking, yeah. the running? Probably not, and unless until they do this, and then yeah. then they do. Because like I, sw- I now swim two two te- two mornings a week for the most part. Yeah, I I like it. Just and a part of your daily life. It's, it's yeah. a part of my daily life. I know that I enjoy doing these little, not little. That's not the right word. These sprint triathlons. I like doing them, and um, and I need to keep the swimming up. Mm-hmm. So I just I've worked that into my workout routine. Yeah, like you're empowering women with so many new like movement options. Mm-hmm. That they're like, oh, I, I can do this now. And mm-hmm. they might have never tried it before. Right. So how has, I know it's been, this is your second year, but like compared to last year, how do you feel like the Somerville chapter has grown or changed? I would say um, we've gone up about 50% in size. So last year we were at 19 athletes and 20 mentors. And right now we're at uh, 34 athletes and 33 mentors. Mm. So, you know, definitely growing there. Sure. We're yeah. we're growing in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a nonprofit, so we rely on sponsorships and you know things that people are willing to donate or or uh, you know give us their time or whatever. Um, and so, not that you know spo- finding sponsors is ever easy, but we now have had one year behind us. Mm-hmm. We can show sponsors how prior sponsors have seen our athletes come in and um and then just some of our athletes from last year and mentors from last year have now gotten their businesses to be a sponsor Mm. as well so um you know growing in the community and then Mm -hmm. also growing within our group as well yeah so now you have like a really solid foundation all the Mm -hmm. groundwork for Mm -hmm. like i'm assuming building and starting a nonprofit is a ton of work Mm -hmm. a lot of paperwork Right. Yeah. Th- <laughs> thankfully, it's a. Um, there are five chapters, so we do have a okay. national board that handles all of the paperwork. Okay. Oh, that's great. Good. <laughs> so we just, just have to like, do the oh, to sign stuff. up. <laughs> so there's there's only five chapters. Mm-hmm. So when was Triad for Life founded? In 2006. Okay. So there's yeah. Charleston, Somerville, mm-hmm. and then the other three in North Carolina. So okay. Charlotte, Huntersville, and um, Raleigh. Oh, so this is very local. Mm-hmm. Are there like 
more trying to be like trying to pop up they are look they are looking to expand in the next few years yeah so if anyone listening yeah. <laughs> Anyone in California who wants to start yeah. trying for life yeah. in California, they yeah. probably could hold a, a few different ones there. Okay. Yeah, because I got my daughter, my youngest daughter, to do the training program this year. And I have another daughter who I think would have done it too, but she lives in Augusta. So um, if we can get one started that way, then I'll convince her to do it too. Mm-hmm. And we do have a virtual chapter. Okay. Um, yeah. That yeah. just launched last year as well. So they're trying to grow that to help you know, train women who just aren't in the Carolinas or at least not close to Charleston area or, yeah. um, can still be a part of it. Yeah. I remember when, you know, when COVID happened, there were all these triathlons that then went virtual mm-hmm. and I was like, that must be so hard to, you know, do it alone. Mm-hmm. Like it's already a solo sport, but at least you're surrounded by a lot of other people. But it was like, I would see, um, people biking through Ion or like mm-hmm. Mount Pleasant and they had like a, a camera person, they had a water person. <laughs> we, we did that. My, yeah. my, cause my, and like I said, you know, you, we do get a lot of women who come in and they don't know anybody. And I was very fortunate cause there was five other women that came with me. So I, you know, kind of had my, my group. We, and, but we did that in 2020. We, we had one of our ladies, her husband is a photographer and he met there us out go. there in Nexton and he, we had our finish line and the only thing we didn't get to do was the swimming. Mm-hmm. So darn. with it and everything <laughs> at that time, it was a darn thing, yeah. but, <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I do enjoy the swimming now. So how are y'all hoping that the Somerville chapter will grow in the next few years, whether that's like quantity, whether that's, any kind of changes what's that plan um well i th- i think we like to keep it on the as far as the athletes go probably on the smaller side um i i did have somebody who is one of our athletes this year and i met her at the cane bay ymca she was learning how to swim because mm-hmm. she was another one who kind of got lost in the shuffle with covid and um she had originally was going to sign up, had signed up for Charleston and nothing against the size or anything like that. But she, she stopped because mm-hmm. of the size. She's mm-hmm. like, I felt lost. She goes, I didn't feel like I was going to get what I needed, not knowing how to swim yeah, and everything like that. So, um, I think we're a little bit bigger than what we originally planned, but we had <laughs> yeah. a lot of ladies. We had like four mm-hmm. or five who were like, we had put on the waiting list and we were like, okay, we think we can add this. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see our mentors get more where we could have more of a mm-hmm. one-on-one with it and then just more sponsors and to be able to, to give them the training that they need. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you should probably be prepared to grow even more. Like you doubled this year. There's already people trying to sign up. I know. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to. That's a you problem, though. Beth is not going to be president anymore, so you got to figure that out. We're attached at the hip. Uh, yeah, she's like, if I'm going down, you're coming with me. I, don't, I, don't, I hope I don't see Beth totally walking away. I, no, I, I'm like, I have I, a feeling I she think, won't be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she'll be there to, to guide and advise and, and mentor. You know, yeah. she's an awesome swim lead and um, brings a lot to that and everything. Were you a swimmer? In high school or college? No, but I did grow up at the pool. Okay. Summer swim team. Yeah. You know, like you All said, right. just keep moving forward. It doesn't matter the pace. I've never really been fast at anything. I just like to, just like to do moving. it. Yeah. yeah. And and um, that's exactly what I like like to do. She's faster than she admits, though, on a lot of things. 
So both of you ladies, you know, within your community and also with Try Up Your Life are leaders. Whether you, you know, know it or not, people are looking up to you, they're trying to see what you do, and then they're going to do it. What do you feel like you really try to, like, emphasize and teach and show these women? Like, what do you feel like you really do well in in bringing to the table? Um, I kind of hope my enthusiasm, you know, I just, I, you know, I did it, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> That's kind of my philosophy. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, yeah. Love it. What about you, Beth? Um, I, I think I'm a very soft-spoken person, so I'm not going to be the one. <laughs> Moves cheering. the mic closer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be the one, like, with the cowbell screaming and cheering, but I like to try to build the relationship with each of the mm-hmm. athletes to get to know them and to, you know, message them one-on-one or talk to them, um, you know, in smaller groups and, and really ha- have them see their, the confidence um, that they can do it or learn that confidence or find that confidence that they can do it. So I'm, I'm more of the the one-on-one cheerleader, but... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I totally agree with that. I mean, you you, you, you know, I, I think you're more than, than just a one-on-one. You know, you might not have the cowbell right there bringing attention to Who yourself. Who the but... cowbell? Is it Ashley? <laughs> she, she, she does have nor, normally some noise maker. she was always cracking the jokes at the kickoff so yeah. i was like you're the yeah you're yeah. the, cow, the yeah she was she yeah. was good at the end of the pool move, yeah. move, move. <laughs> especially during yeah. the the actual event yeah you get like different types of people different personalities and like you love the one-on-one like you love showing people that they can do it i mean obviously you both love empowering mm-hmm. people i think leadership looks I think everyone kind of thinks, oh, leadership looks like this, but I mean, like we're all leaders in our own lives and you can, you can just lead yourself. You can just lead one person. I think it's, um, it's just a really cool mission to do something that you didn't think you could do to like instill this confidence in you to feel empowered and then to feel so empowered that you want to share that Mm -hmm. with someone else. And then it's just like a domino effect. Yeah, I mean, I posted all of my stuff on Facebook, and and I had, you know, friends just reach out, just like, oh, I, I want to do this. And I'm like, this is the sign-up, and this is what you do. And you can come and do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah, I think the confidence is life-changing. And unfortunately, I mean, like a lot of people, but a lot of women in general mm-hmm. really struggle with that confidence. Mm-hmm. What would you say to anyone who thinks that they want to sign up, they're a little intimidated, like they're on the fence? Um, I just tell them that, you know, again, if I could do it, you can do it. I had one of my very good friends who had planned to sign up, who had signed up for Charleston. And um, between COVID and sickness and then some confusion, she wasn't able to get into the training for Somerville. But she still signed up for the She Try. Mm. And, um, and with very little training, other than she knew kind of how to swim, and I took her out on the course at right before, and it was like we rode the course, we ran the course, and she she did it. So the training just pushes you over the top, mm-hmm. and it gives you the support group that you yeah. that you need, and like a lot of the the tools and the confidence. Yes, yeah. But like if you have someone that's helping you, like you said, like showing her the ropes. Yeah, the basics. I mean, she you know she had the basics, but the the if I'm not going to tell anybody. To me, you should do the training. If mm-hmm. you've never done one of these, 
the training is worth every penny that you pay for mm-hmm. it. Um, the mock alone, but just just the what they teach you, what the they give you, and I don't know how to say it other than that. But um, but you know, and anybody can do this. I mean, we've got we've got one with a, a minor disability, and she's out there swimming. And she's I'm friends with her on Facebook. She's practicing swimming every day in her Aww. pool in her backyard. And yeah. anybody can do this. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would I would just piggyback off that and say just just sign up. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know it is it is even if you determine that you don't like triathlon, you know yeah. it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. It, it is a life changing experience, mm-hmm. and you learn so much about yourself. You gain a community. Um, there's just so much that you gain from the experience, mm-hmm. even if you determine this isn't my sport. Yeah. I agree with that. Just, just the friendships. I mean, mm-hmm. I have, you know, my little group has now grown to even more and, you know, we meet up, we go bike ride. We, you know, what have we done this year? We did retreat, repeat. A whole mess a of us. bigger cabin this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the you doulathon and it's just, yeah, it just, I think it just, if you want it to, it can open up a whole new world for you. Like, I want my mom to sign up. My parents moved mm-hmm. here recently. Um, but, I mean, next season. On that note, how would anyone sign up for next year? What's that process like? When does that season start? So, our we have an interest form for 2023 on our website. Um, and that's tryitforlife.org. And then you can select the chapters and... Um, there's Somerville, and then if you also are in the Charleston, Mount Pleasant area, there is that option as well. Um, and you just fill out the interest form. For our season, we will be probably opening up registration around February or March of 2023. Uh, the Charleston season usually opens up theirs usually around November, um, maybe October, of you know because their season, they train for a race that's in June oh, or okay. May, mm-hmm. so their season starts earlier. Okay. Um, our race that we train for is in September, so we train through the summer months. And are there any other ways that people can donate, sponsor, participate in this year's season? Sponsoring? I, I don't think we would turn anybody away. <laughs> Here's the money. Um, nope, sorry. Yeah, we, nope, um, we couldn't necessarily get you on our shirts, but um, we'll plug you through our social media, which is very big. Mm-hmm. And um, anything, any, even if it's not a monetary, if it's a gift that we, you know, we have an end of year party, we have a halfway thing that we like to, to give to our, our athletes and our mentors if we have those and just reach out and we'll, we'll take it. Mm-hmm. And, and if there's any company that's looking to also kind of help get their own publicity and we've had people say, you know, we'll give you a $50 off for a month pass mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Um, and so while it's not, maybe not necessarily a sponsor, um, but a partnership, mm-hmm. you know, we're also looking, we're always looking to grow within our community, but also help our community grow. Um, so, yeah, for sure. Last question for anyone listening, any of your athletes listening right now, what would you, what do you want them to know? What do you wish they knew if you could tell them anything what would it be no filter they're listening oh god (laughs) um you can do it um which is obvious they can um have fun 
Um, take it serious, but don't take it too serious. Mm-hmm. Ask questions. And just, you're in for the ride of your life. No pun intended. No pun intended. There you go. No, it was not intended, but there you go. Yeah. It's perfect. Do you have anything to add to that? I, I would just say come come to the practices, um, even mm-hmm. if you are, you know, feel like you're a really strong runner mm-hmm. um, and don't want to come to the, the run practices. It, it is all about the community as well. Mm-hmm. So coming to the practices. I think anybody of any level can learn. Mm-hmm. If, if you haven't done the triathlon, there's something to learn, whether you're a strong runner swimmer, biker, or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's things you can learn. Yeah, and, and two of our hashtags that we always say are, yes, you can, and inhale confidence, exhale doubt. So those are... Oh, that's yeah. good. Well, I thought it was confidence looks good on you. Oh, that that too? That too. <laughs> that's, like, that's what I've been using. Like, we come I love up, that. We I love that hashtag. Oh my gosh, all the hashtags that we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll come up with yeah, um, during that. the season and everything. So, What was the first one? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Inhale, confidence, exhale, doubt, and then confidence looks good on you. Mm-hmm. So, okay, awesome. We'll definitely be using those. How can someone find you um, and maybe get connected? Where can our listeners find you and try for life? So our Facebook page is the most active place to find us, um, and that's just Try It For Life Somerville. And there is also a website that has some information, but... The Facebook page is a place that has more information. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can see what our ladies are up to there. Awesome. Thank you, ladies, so much. Thank, thank you. you. This has been awesome. Everyone, thank you for listening, and good luck with y'all season. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.